Day 22, Wednesday of the third week of Lent. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, the scribes and Pharisees from Jerusalem came to Jesus, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the ancients? For they do not wash their hands when they take food. But he answered and said to them, And why do you transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God said, Honor your father and your mother, and let him who curses father or mother be put to death. But you say, Whoever shall say to his father or mother, Any support you might have had from me is dedicated to God, does not have to honor his father or his mother. So you have made void the commandment of God by your tradition. Hypocrites! Well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrine the precepts of men. Then he called the crowd to him and said to them, Hear and understand. What goes into the mouth does not defile a man, but it is what comes out of the mouth that defiles a man. Then his disciples came up and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees have taken offense at hearing this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be rooted up. Let them alone. They are blind guides of blind men. But if a blind man guides a blind man, both fall into a pit. But Peter spoke to him, saying, Explain to us this parable. And he said, are you also even yet without understanding? Do you not realize that whatever enters the mouth passes into the belly and is cast out into the drain? But the things that proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and it is they that defile a man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, immorality, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things that defile a man but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. The Word of the Lord A Reflection on Today's Holy Scriptures The law that was given by God to Moses enjoined a great number of exterior practice and ceremonies, and they that were faithful among the Jews zealously and carefully fulfilled them. Jesus himself, even though he was the divine lawgiver, complied with them with humility. But the Pharisees added their own superstitious traditions to these divine laws and ordinances, and made religion consist in the observance of these fanciful inventions. Our Savior here tells the people not to be imposed upon by such teaching, and instructs them as to what is the real meaning of the external practices of the law. The Pharisees prescribed many ablutions or washings to be observed during the course of the day. They would say that whoever eats without having washed their hands and their whole body sometime during the day would be considered defiled, and the food they ate was unclean. By the same logic, they themselves would become defiled by coming near or touching objects which were specified by their whims. According to the law of God, these objects were perfectly innocent, but according to the law of the Pharisees, almost everything was contagious and the only escape was endless washings. Jesus would have the Jews get rid of this humiliating and arbitrary burden, and he reproaches them for having corrupted and made void the law of Moses. 
He tells them that there is no creature which is intrinsically and of its own nature unclean, and that a man's conscience cannot be defiled by the mere fact of his eating certain kinds of food. Evil thoughts and evil deeds, these, says our Savior, are the things that defile a man. Some heretics have interpreted these words as being an implicit condemnation of the exterior practices ordained by the church and more especially of abstinence. To such thinkers, we may justly apply what our Savior said to the Pharisees. They are blind and leaders of the blind. From this, the sins into which a man falls by his use of material things are only sins on account of the malice of the will, which is spiritual. It does not mean that, therefore, man may, without any sin, make use of material things when God or his church forbid their use. God forbade our first parents, under pain of death, to eat the fruit of a certain tree. They ate it, and sin was the result of their eating. Was the fruit unclean of its own nature? No. It was a creature of God, as well as the other fruits of Eden. But our first parents sinned by eating it, because their doing so was an act of disobedience. Again, when God gave his law on Mount Sinai, he forbade the Hebrews to eat the flesh of certain animals. If they ate it, they were guilty of sin, not because this sort of food was intrinsically evil or cursed, because they that partook of it disobeyed the Lord. The commandments of the church regarding fasting and abstinence are of a similar nature with these that the church exhort us to abstain and fast at certain times. If we violate her law, it is not the food we take that defiles us, but the resisting a sacred power, which our Savior, in yesterday's gospel, told us we are to obey under the heavy penalty which he expressed in those words, he that will not hear the church shall be counted as a heathen and publican. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, we beseech Thee, that we who seek the grace of Thy protection, delivered from all evils, may serve Thee with untroubled minds. Through Jesus Christ, Thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with Thee, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, world without end. Amen.